Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I am Sam Delaney. And it's very early in the morning, Sam. We've both agreed yeah. it's too early. <laughs> it's a bit too early, especially as I've got a cold, as you might be able to hear in my voice, and I boshed some night nurse last night. Oh, wow. Which I hadn't done in a while. <laughs> did but you do the whole you, lot? You, know, you, ha- you have to do it. Did the yeah. lot, did a whole sachet. No, I didn't. I just did the two. But boy, oh boy, you get a real night nurse hangover. You really? wake up all groggy like you've been on the skag. And, are, you, are you not supposed to then take the day nurse as an upper to bring you back up again? Well, I haven't done that yet. Oh, well, but yeah, it can, it can get very addictive. You can get into a terrible cycle. That's what I do know people who, who. I do know people who take day nurse and night nurse, regardless of whether they've got a cold. Really? Just addicts, yeah. That's so anyway, a, it means that I'm a bit sluggish this morning. That's, that's, and I, despite the fact that I'd said to you quite confidently last night in one of my greatest ever power plays that I would be happy, happy to do the podcast at 8.30am. <laughs> And you laughed in my face. So, well, exactly. I just, I just hit you with a, a reverse power play and just said, that's not happening. That's yeah. Not, that's and then, not, that's and not then feasible. we changed it to nine and I couldn't even make that in the end, which makes a mockery of my grand claims. I was like a character from a Brett Easton Ellis novel or someone out of The Apprentice going, yeah, no problem. I'll get up in the dead of night and do it. I'm up then doing my uh, LA emails anyway. <laughs> and I'm, of course, you try to take advantage of the fact that I'm jet lagged because I've spent the weekend in Barcelona. Sure. Yeah, big time. That hour take, it can take up to yeah. a fortnight to get yeah. over that I'm hour's re- time I'm really difference. feeling it this morning. Jesus. Yeah. God. Right. And then. I bet you're still thinking in Spanish or Catalan, aren't you? Yeah. I, I spent That'll most, take a while to wear off. I spent most of the weekend just in supermarkets picking stuff up and just kind of tutting at it in a, a post-Brexit <laughs> kind of manner. Yeah. Just shaking my head witheringly at, uh, at the, the You know nonsense. the Europeans. You know all that ham they flog? The, yeah. the Spanish and your and your Italians, all of them. Yeah, you know one thing that they don't tell us is that ham is actually raw. It's raw ham. Yeah, no, they don't cook it. Yeah, they cure it, and that is, and and yet we're being told that if we leave the EU, then all of the uh, food regulations mm. will slip. Well, no one said anything about those fuckers. Listen, if Bernard Matthews had tried to flog us raw turkey. He would have been in prison, wouldn't he? Or raw ham. He wouldn't, you wouldn't be allowed. But the Spanish and the French can send it to us non-stop. And the mainstream media refuse to report that the lot of it has not been cooked. Why? Because they're lazy. Exactly. And it's called jam, jam on. And it, ironically, yeah. it's not on, it's off. Yeah, it's off ham, raw. The stuff they couldn't be bothered cooking for themselves. So they send it to us in vacuum packed packets yeah. and sell it to us for three times the cost of our usual yeah. 
own brand wafer thin ham, cooked and delicious. And and they sell it in Aldi, like on a, on a wooden plinth, for like oh, thirty yeah. quid at Christmas. So you oh. buy some, and then you shave a little bit off, and you taste it, and it tastes like shit. So it just yeah. sits there for like six months because it can sit there for six months because you can put a tea towel over it because it's off. Yeah. It's off mm. anyway. It's not going to get more you off than it already it. What is. they do is they cover it in loads and loads of salt, which is no good for our heart, and that protects. Apparently, the salt keeps the flies off it. Fucking hell, we're best off well mm. out of it. Yeah, I hope none of our pro Brexit listeners that abandoned us last week have, you know, I hope they come back on the back. Yeah, of this. this is our bid for you. Come back to us. We realise now about the raw ham. Yeah, we weren't on that march. That's because uh, Andy was actually in Europe. Yeah. On, like he, he, whereas other people were marching about Europe. I was in it. He's the only one with the balls to actually go into it, into the dark heart of it, and investigate what the fuck it is they're all up to. I was balls deep in it, tipping over bits of yeah. ham and fucking sneering at cheese. Anyway. I noticed that uh, from your Instagram that a fella sitting next to you in the new camp was eating a lot of seeds, <laughs> yeah. which they go in for, don't they? They're, they're I've mad seen for that. them do that. They're mad for that. He had a massive bag of seeds and he was just nibbling, I don't know, there must be some seed juice in the middle of something that he was sucking like out of Like a budgerigar. Yeah. They're like budgerigars, aren't they? I've yeah. seen them. They do it in Spain and Italy, everywhere. They nibble at these seeds and then they just lob the shell. Yeah, just gobbed it on the floor. Big pile of it. Disgusting. They're talking Why really... don't they just have a bag of crisps or a wagon wheel like the rest of us do? Well, this is it. His missus had a bag of popcorn, like a normal yeah. person at a football match and he's gobbing seeds all over the floor and they fucked off at half time when it was 2-0 to Barcelona and didn't My come God. back second half fucking lightweight that's fucking weird it was good though it was a good, good weekend what I would recommend as well if you go to Barcelona is um, a, a bicycle rickshaw ride around the city so you sit in the front of this thing and some, some Spaniard pedals you around and you feel like a king or a duke and he pedals you around, pointing at stuff and telling you what it is. And you go, because they've got really good cycle routes in Barcelona, but you also get to go on the pavement sometimes. So you're going in and out of like normal people and they all look at you. Charging into people. Yeah. They look at you with absolute Swearing disgust. At them. Yeah. Giving them the V signs I'm as you them, go past. I'm giving them the finger. Yours, Delors. I've got me, I've, I've got my Union Jack plastic baller hat on. I'm giving them all the finger. Lovely. <laughs> right. Let's have a look at the football. Shall we at the weekend? Yeah. First of all, our prediction league. Ah, whew, what a weekend. Results bot, zero points across the five Thank matches God. we predicted. There were no Thank one nil God. home wins in the five that we looked at. So he's got zero points. Sam, yeah. you were, you didn't fare much better. You got one point from the five matches. Shit. One solitary point. You predicted an Everton home win against Crystal Palace. You said 2-1, it finished 2-0. Right. I myself, from the comfort of my uh, Barcelona let's say second home bolt hole if yeah. you like mm. I racked up six points this weekend shit shit in hell yeah so that puts me streaking ahead at the top of the league on 19 you're now on 14 what? and yeah. the uh, dreaded results bot is still on 10 so I'm very pleased with that um, well as long as results bot is second for me at the moment that's more of a priority than my own winning if you see what I mean you need to stop him from just... Finishing top. I just want to stop results, but it's my main objective of the season now. Well, like I said recently, if we both from now on all predict 1-0 home wins, there is no way results, but can beat either of us. Interesting. It's something Very to think interesting. about. It's something Let's to think about. Let's mull that over. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's not really in the spirit of the competition. 
Wow. But we're no, not about the spirit of competition. We're not how we fuck that. We're just about winning. We're just about stopping Don't come the here for sportsmanship. Yeah, so that's something to think about. Did you watch the Arsenal match last night? I watched the highlights cool. this morning. You probably saw yeah, the best stuff then. Last night. It was a lovely match. But if... I, I couldn't believe it. The highlights, it just looked amazing. Because yeah. although Arsenal won it at a canter in the end, Leicester were all over them for long spells, weren't they? They were, first half. I mean, it was a brilliant match. First half, Leicester really had a good go at them. Uh, took the lead. Um, Arsenal seemed a bit stunned by it, but then they came back second half. And Ozil just did stuff with his feet that's just borderline obscene, really. Yeah. I mean, like the goal he scored and then that, that thing he did to set up Aubameyang's second goal, uh, I, I, I don't know... I don't know what he did. He did something with his foot and it moved the ball, but I don't know what it was. The third goal is the best goal I've seen in the Premier League this season so yeah. far. Yeah. It was a thing of absolute beauty. A team goal, as they say. I mean, it was outrageous. You kept thinking, here it is, he's pulling the trigger. Yeah. There was about three occasions before he pulled the trigger <laughs> yeah. that you that you thought, this is the goal. Yeah. But there was an extra pass each time. Mm. So it was quite reminiscent of the glory days of Arsene Wenger it when was. they had that team that would insist on playing like a hundred seemingly unnecessary passes <laughs> yeah. before shooting into an empty net. But there was a finished product, an end product at the end yeah. of it this time. I was wondering, you know, can you imagine what Arsene Wenger is feeling right now? Because this Arsenal team that, it, you know, Emery has inherited, it's essentially... It's Wenger's team from last season. He hasn't done that much with it. Pretty and much, they've yeah. won something like 10 in a row now. So can, mm. can you imagine how Wenger is, is feeling sat there with his fucking bag of seeds watching it all <laughs> unfold on the telly? And his raw ham. His raw ham and his bag of seeds. Not even made of a dog, but of a... Not even made of a pig, but of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> that dog he seeds. bought at his farmer's market. The ham is, oh. the ham is from a... It's yeah. dog ham. They, if you go to Provence on holiday, yeah, you go down all the little markets out the marches. Yeah, they have all the salamis and hams laid out. Right, and they will just have, um, they'll have the the pig ham. Yeah, which of course is known as le jambon, mm-hmm. uh, cochon. Yeah, and uh, but then they have the the uh, jambon de chien, which Ooh. is the dog ham. Oh, and that's more sophisticated in France. Anyway. I digress, but that's what he'll have been eating with some seeds, which may be dog seeds as well. And he'll be fuming in his little French farmhouse, where he, his dilapidated farmhouse where he now lives a simple life, watching it on his black and white telly. With no animals. Shouting mad and throwing his seeds everywhere. No animals on the farm, just a rusted tractor that he sits on every day and stares into the distance yeah. and wonders what could have been. So he's basically Is retired. It- Is he retired from public life now, do you think? A bit, yeah. It's a bit like Jean de Florette, right? right. Um, or like those Stella Artois adverts that ripped it off. He will go from village to village, dressed just in raggedy old sort of cut-down jeans yeah. and a raggedy vest yeah. and a straw hat to shield him from the sun. And he will offer to do things around the land of other people. So he will often get up and rethatch someone's roof or something right. like that. Just, just for a few quid, just for a yeah. little bit of food, maybe for a box of eggs. Sometimes he'll work just for food and then the woman of the house will cook him some dog ham or whatever it is yeah. they're having for dinner. And, he'll, and then he'll he'll thank them and go on his way and he'll, to he'll, the he'll, next town. He'll maybe call into, a, call into a local bar and sit with the local workers and talk of yeah. how he used to be the Arsenal manager and talk about the Drink Invincibles. Drink one of their silly little egg cup sized glasses of pink wine. Yeah, and he'll, t- he'll and tell, tell them stories. Tell them about the Invincibles and they'll just look at him and just, just shun him 
and eventually you know he, he my moves friend on. I was in the game of football once. Yes, I managed the greatest team of all time. Oh, such a team they were. They went through an entire season and never lost a game. And all the other farmhands are just laughing and patting each other on the back, going, oh, mad old Arsene. I was in control of Thierry Henry, Robert Pires, Ray Parler. It was the best of times. How you say a Romford Pelé. <laughs> and they'll just all turn their back on him and shun him. And he'll finish yeah. his pink wine Mad and old arson, wa- wander off to his next his next job, like the bit like the littlest hobo. Yeah, yeah. But stinking of garlic. Oh, oh well. He's Never happy mind. Doing that. Never mind. And one of the other highlights, I don't know if you saw that, if they showed it on the highlights reel that you saw, was uh, Jamie Vardy ran off the pitch on um, about eighty-seven minutes, mm. and all suggestions seem to be that he'd gone off to have a dump. You fucking hell! No one has denied this yet. Claude Puel said. I could do my Claude Puel voice at this point, which I enjoy doing. Puel said, He was ill. He could not come back on the pitch. He <laughs> seems okay, Nazo. <laughs> but so Puel said that, which kind of. So they didn't bring on a sub, he just fucked No, they, they'd done their three subs already, so they couldn't bring anybody else on. And Vardy just ran off doing a kind of. Um, doing a sort of. Uh, pulling a Kenneth Williams kind of face and sort of clutching at his arse. Oh, God. So that's, Poor bloke. That suggested to me that, that, that the squits had kind of overcome him. He's, yeah, he's got himself into a Lineker situation. So he's never going to live that down then, unless they come out... Come I would, I mean, I would, I'm surprised when stuff like that happens, especially as late as the 87th minute. Yeah. Because, it, you know, 87 minutes, how's that all of a sudden come on? Did he eat something at half-time? Must be that. Maybe he had some, some Puel, maybe brought some dog, dog ham out at half-time yeah. and gave them that. You know, because they were doing all right first half, so Powell's got the dog ham out at half Well done, time. lads. And he puts it all in for, for Jack. He hands it out to them all on a little wooden chopping board, because that's how the French like yeah. to eat things. Boys. But, for, but Vardy likes it served in a bowl on the floor. Yeah, of course. <laughs> on all fours. Boys, and he gets down, have... obviously, makes an awful racket while he eats it. Yeah. Boys, you have done so well. I want this to continue. I'm going to give you some little bit special. Um, you drink this up. Drink? Yes, I see. Drink, drink the am. Drink the am and go out and take the points for the people of Leicester. So, uh, so yeah, that obviously went straight through him and he ran off on 87 Didn't work, minutes. Didn't though, did it? Because they ended it. up throwing away their lead and their star striker got the shits. Well, that was it. He was obviously thinking about it for at least 20 minutes because he had to try mm. to hold it in. It doesn't just come on straight Which away. Which is going to make you run funny, isn't it? Yeah. So he was he was probably at 60% effectiveness. Rather than his usual trademark sort of sprints. Yeah. He was running, but with his knees still together. If you imagine his <laughs> knees bolted together and he's sort of the lower half of his legs and feet sort of flapping outwards. Sort yeah. A little bit like Charlie Chaplin. And, and squeezing his ring piece shut as he ran. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, bad news for Leicester. He's probably going to be out for next weekend with that. The ring piece injury. They're not bad though, Leicester. I like them. Uh, you see, when I saw them and the chances that got away for them, and uh, <laughs> there was a great, there was there was the goal from Chilwell, who of course I'd never yeah. heard of. He was, he was one of our England or not England players that we refused yeah. to believe was real. Turns out he is yeah. real, and he scored last night. But the way he took the pass in his stride, like you know, he was running at full pelt. Someone played a ball quite fast into his path. 
Yeah. And I'm used to seeing, especially like a left back, kind of have to slow down, <laughs> take three touches to get it under control. Back turn back ra- turn, Yeah, turn back round the wrong way. Their whole defence gets back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this lad, he just took it first time in his stride and shot. As yeah. if he was French. That sort of thing French fullbacks do. Yeah. I was very impressed by the lad. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. So what else happened at the weekend? Um, Newcastle. Lost at home again against Brighton. Mm. I mean, I know I'm a Sunderland fan, but we need to address the situation at Newcastle because they've now lost the first five home matches. And that's, you know, that's St. James's Park. That's that's where, it's it's their church. It's the Geordie's church. It's where they go Geordie to worship. Church. It's the church well, on the hill. They should have called it, instead of Sports Direct Arena, they should call it Geordie Church. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they've just had nothing but abject misery for the whole season they're rock bottom they're on two points so we've had nine matches we're almost a quarter of the season through if we are to extrapolate their form so far they're going to finish the season on less than 10 points so well I don't know I mean it's impressive that the Newcastle fans have not turned on Rafa because most teams if you've lost five at home in a row you know, most fans are only attending the home game, so you are absolutely sick if that's what you spent your first five Saturdays at the football mm. witnessing. And then losing to Brighton, who, with all due respect to them, Brighton at home is one of those games that you think, that's got to be a win. I can't I think- believe it. that The Newcastle fans are sticking with Rafa, but I don't suppose bringing anyone else in would make a blind bit of difference. They haven't got the players. Rafa himself even said, all we're hoping for now is that there's three teams worse than us. Yeah, that's not good because I remember when we had David Moyes at Sunderland and at the start of the season we were like two two games in the season and he just went, hey, well, this is clearly a relegation battle we're in. And we were like, yeah. oh, oh, is it? <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> really? Because, like, you know, the previous we season... a bit more. The previous yeah. season before, Allardyce was our manager before he fucked off to England and we'd only lost four out of the last 19 in yeah. the league and then Moyes comes in two weeks I well this is obviously a relegation battle we've got in our hands you know there's nothing I can do it's out of my control it's crazy crazy club yeah. um, you know now Rafa's sort of bleating the same sort of thing saying they need three worse teams than Newcastle and I don't know if they are to be honest but, you've got um, to manage expectations haven't you well I would say Huddersfield and Cardiff are probably worse well Cardiff won at the weekend didn't they in a swashbuckling style against against the increasingly useless Fulham so Fulham could be one of those teams some, that's worse there were some bloody good games at the weekend actually I mean obviously last night 
Then you've got uh, Fulham v Cardiff. I wondered why I was enjoying that one so much, and then I realised it's because it was basically a championship fixture. Yeah. And then, yeah. So there was like the, the quality defending was was just rank bad, and it had loads of goals in it. So that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, Fulham do look like a team that are going to struggle, which I'm surprised by because at the start of the season I thought they'd bought well. Manager seems decent, but they led in that game, didn't they? In fact, weren't they two nil up at one point? I don't know. I was I was slightly drunk oh, when I cares? watched that match of the day. Anyway, it was it a long time ago too. as well. Yeah, it was. It was ages ago. Chelsea Man United. That was even further away. Um, it's quite nice to see a fight break out, wasn't it, between Mourinho and I don't know what do we know what this uh, Chelsea <laughs> coach said to Mourinho to provoke him? No, I don't think we do. There was there was a kind of a, a you swipe motherfucker. Of a, <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> motherfucker, prick, you prick, <laughs> you little prick. There was a little um, there was a little swipe of an arm towards Mourinho the first time he ran past, but then the second time something was said. It had been something about his mother. Or something about the quality of his meat, or something yeah, about eating you, seeds. The two, yeah, the two. I seen your mother eating cooked yeah. meat last night. The yeah. cooked meat of a pig. Yeah, your mother eating UK meat. <laughs> You've been here too long, Jose. Now even your own mother eat UK meat. Your mother eats UK meat and washes it down with planters nuts. Ah, uh, you go, you go native. I see your mother drinking. Malibu. With a cooked ham. <laughs> your mother going all day to bloody Margate, innit? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that about Maria Mourinho. She's a saint. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened, definitely. Yeah, so that was good. I, I liked I liked his um he just bolted up and went after him, didn't he, down the tunnel. But did oh, the yeah. did, did the Chelsea fella run straight down the tunnel as if he was trying to get a chase? Yeah. Typical. As if he was a kid trying to get a chase off like done a, it and pegged it, hasn't Off a he? shopkeeper or something like that. Pathetic. I was totally on Mourinho's side there. Yeah, I was for once. Yeah. I saw Richard Keyes on <laughs> uh, a clip of Richard Keyes on his, whatever it is, Middle Eastern football programme. <laughs> yeah. And he's really self-righteous, isn't he? And he's like, uh, why yeah. are... Jose has shown absolutely no class whatsoever. And uh, I thought, that's rich coming from you, mate. Yeah. With your track record. Yeah. You dirty bastard. I mean, after things we can't even go on to. Can't even go into some of the stuff you've been accused of. Oh, but even exactly. the stuff we know you did because it was caught on camera. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know what was said to Mourinho. We, we're assuming it was something to do with his mum and ham. Yeah. But, you know... It's not like Mourinho makes a habit of that, but sometimes you've just got to stand up for what's right, haven't you, Andy? Exactly, mate, yeah. Yeah, he's had, he's had a right battering recently, so it was obviously simmering to the to the, to the the brink, and he, mm. he flipped. Good for him. It's nice to flip once in a while. Yeah, and Gets it was lovely your system. for us to see. It was exactly. lovely for us to see. And Graham Souness was delighted afterwards, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, Souness loved it. Ah, oh, that was good. I love that. <laughs> I'd have done that. Do you remember the time I planted that flag in the middle of the pitch in Turkey? <laughs> I flipped that night as well. I flipped right out. It's good to flip once in a while. Yeah. Get a few things off your chest and out of your system. It boils up and eventually, like a kettle or a pan, it just comes over the top and you got to just all, go with it. it. It bursts open and sprays everywhere. Like a boil. And before, you, and before you know, everyone's face is splattered in it. And that's when you know you can carry on with your life. That's when you can stand back and take stock of yourself. <laughs> Reboot. As you you watch it dripping off their wee chins. <laughs> That'll teach them. You, 
I've never seen him smile so broadly in ages when they came back to the studio and he was just yeah. delighted with the whole thing. Yeah. But in truth, he's absolutely right. We want more of that sort of thing. Fucking points. So that's the Premier League taken care of. There's uh, a bit of Champions League stuff going on if we want to do a... Look at Yeah. Uh, tonight. This week. This oh, week. tonight. Yeah, tonight. tonight. Manchester United playing Juventus. Yeah. and it's Fantastic. It's, it's um, alleged rapist Cristiano Ronaldo returning to um, the, the venue of his Steam. former glories for the first time. Yes. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? So he's never been back to Old Trafford? I, I, I assume he not. He must have been with Real Madrid. I assume not. Who I knows? Know. Anyway, it's the first time he's been back there since he's been publicly um, at, alleged to, do, to have done a rape. So I suppose that's the significance. It, it, yes, I've been back here before, but in those days, no one had yet publicly accused me of rape. So yeah. it feels more special this time. Yeah, and he did a press conference yesterday where he said, my lawyers are confident, I am happy, I am, I am a family man, I have four children. I don't think any of those things factor in when you're kind of like yeah. in a court of law uh, charged with something like that. But he, he seems confident, so, you know, Yeah, I mean, we'll see. if your lawyer gets <laughs> up and says, look, he's a family man, he's got four kids, mm. you're struggling if that's your best defence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not Richard Keyes, either of us, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to say any more. But, uh, yes. He's so- applying for a special thing whereby you don't get trialled in the West under normal Western um, judicial process it, you can you what? can get a special visa where you get child in the middle east in being sports studio in the yeah, court of and, richard and keys andy gray and richard keys are the supreme court of the whole of the middle east in apart the, from israel the supreme court of common sense yeah exactly that oh that's another thing from the keegan book right is that he goes people say i was soft on players but that couldn't be further from the truth i'd discipline them but we'd have a bit of fun with it if someone had done something wrong, like turned up late for training or got themselves in trouble in the town on Saturday night, we'd hold on our own court system. Uh, me and Terry would put um, tea towels on our heads, you know, like we were judges. I'd be the judge. Terry Mack would be the prosecution. And then, um, uh, what's his name? Arthur Cox. Is it? Co- yeah. yeah. Arthur Cox. Arthur Cox would be the defence and I'd wear a towel on my head so I looked like a judge and we'd hear the case and then if I found them guilty, they'd get a fine. He thinks he was strict on players, but that's the best example he's got of being strict on players and then he wonders why so many of them rebelled under his, under his stewardship. But it's sweet, isn't it? It's sweet that he, A, that he did wear a towel on his head to pretend to be a judge. It is, it's lovely. And B, that he thinks that was enough to discipline yeah. some of the firebrands who he had playing for As if him. they were going to take him seriously doing that. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's like a little boy in charge of a football yeah. club, isn't it? Come on then, naughty, naughty. What have you been doing? I heard reports on Saturday night that you had a, you got embroiled in a brawl up in the big market and you and you shoved a broken glass into some poor punter's face. Now, we can't be having that, but you're innocent till proven guilty. That's right, lads. It's time for Keegan's Court of Justice. Terry, where's me towel? Bring me gavel. Arthur, bring me gavel. Bang, bang. Tell you what, I can't find it, so I'm just going to say bang, bang when I want to bang the gavel. All right, bang, bang, here we go. <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun when we do so the Keegan fun. book. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I think we've looked ahead at Manchester United Juventus there in, in the fact that we've looked ahead to the fact that it's happening. Yeah. Um, th- I might actually go as far as to watch that, mate. Yeah, well, I won't be because I'm, I'm actually going to be in um, Doncaster tonight. I'm going to watch Doncaster oh, versus yeah. Sunderland. 
It's part of my yeah. um, four-day odyssey of world football. I, t- I took in Barcelona versus Sevilla on Saturday, on Saturday night, which was 4-2 to Barcelona. And then tonight, it's Doncaster versus Sunderland. So from it's the quite sublime... It's quite hipsterish. It's quite hipsterish. It is a bit mate. too much, yeah. But I'll, I'll be going for a KFC before, so that keeps what, me rooted. What I thought was interesting were the parallels between Doncaster set out their midfield and the yeah. way that Barcelona had done the same. I'm going to write a 3,000-word piece for The Times Yeah. Uh, tomorrow morning. Talking Make about sure there's some bloody pie charts in it, mate, or they won't publish it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that's kind of one of the highlights of the Champions League this week. Barcelona versus Inter Milan tomorrow, 8 o'clock. That'll be good. And Liverpool versus Red Star Belgrade. It's one of them It's one of them European nights and fielding it under the lights. Oh, Special God. atmosphere for a European match. St Etienne, 1977, etc., etc. And all of that. Um, so that'll be... Who is it they're playing? Red Star Belgrade, yeah. did you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're Might not be worth watching that. Be all right. Any other business? I'm quite intrigued by the announcement of the new Top Gear presenters. Um, intrigued and also dismayed that we have been overlooked for that job. So many opportunities are passing us by. I think we need yeah. better representation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's almost as if doing a podcast that where we we relentlessly use profane language from start to finish. Is, is becoming a handicap. Out of any gainful BBC employment yeah. because you know drive time on Radio Two's up for grabs now. We missed out on breakfast. Oh fuck but yeah! Simon Mayonnaise and uh, Joe Wiley have quit. Yeah. So there's an opening there for us. Yeah, we'll go and, for that. And the Top Gear thing we've mixed because when you when you present Top Gear, you got to be just a like a geezer, haven't you? Just a, a bloke, yeah. an unashamed bloke yeah. wearing jeans and a bloody leather jacket. No nonsense. And just, and just loving driving cars fast. And there's no way this PC brigade can stop us from doing that, right? A pair of brogues and a proper newspaper instead of one of them tablets. Yeah. And you can drive around at top speed. And if the kiddies want to get some tyres and set fire to them in the garden, then that's their bloody right. Yeah, they do it in India. So why can't we do it here? Bloody regulations, yeah. that's why. So, Freddie Flintov and Paddy, what's his name? I'm surprised there's the third one they didn't get Finchy from The Office. <laughs> well, like I said on Twitter, I think they were about five years away from it being presented by uh, a duo of Tommy Robinson and uh, Stephen, yeah. Stephen Yaxley Lennon, to give him his full name, and yeah. um, and that boxer who, who, who offered some drugs to that lass if she punched a tramp the other week. <laughs> I Remember didn't hear about that. Yeah, you don't want to worry about that. It'll be, it'll be them two in a few years. Uh, maybe us as a bridging duo... Once the once the thing count us in. I mean, we're happy to act stupid. Um, what was the other person? I'm I'm just happy that Results Bot didn't get it because you can bet oh, he would have had his agent. You know, he's that. got an agent now. Yeah, he would have gone for it. Yeah, actually, I and wouldn't... you wouldn't put it past Auntie Beeb hiring Results Bot. I wouldn't mind teaming up with Results Bot to do Top Gear because one of the things I'd like to do in the first episode would be to go around, get a camera on a car, and just go around sort of shooting people that don't indicate. Because that's yeah. one of the things I despise the most. That. So if we if we strap results bot to the top of the car, put a camera mm. in his face, but then put bullets in his in his arms or hands or whatever he's got, yeah. and then we could go around just just shooting the tires of people that don't indicate. That would be a good feature for Top Gear, I think. Oh, you know when you came up with the idea of bringing back, um, oh, what was the uh, motorbike scrambling kids show? Kickstart. 
kickstart, but with Grace Jones. With Grace Jones, yeah. Grace the Jones the would woods. be quite good. Andy Dawson, results bot, and Grace Jones doing top five. Fucking hell. It is, it is I still... I am Grace Jones. Yeah. And this is Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> and then we um, could have you yeah. in that rickshaw in Barcelona yeah. charging down the promenade, telling everyone to fuck off and throwing <laughs> cooked ham at them. I'll be like, this week I've been doing a tour of Barcelona in a rickshaw. Grace, <laughs> how about you? I refuse to acknowledge the existence of the automobile. <laughs> right. Um. Great stuff, Grace. Uh, yeah. News without news. We'll wrap it up with some news without news. I'll give you some headlines. Give me some marks okay. out of 10 on them. Uh, school bans bags, so boy turns up carrying books in a microwave. Well, I'll give that a seven. I mean, it's a funny story, but it's told the whole story. And I have actually seen the picture, and I love the lad. He's got a big, yeah. clever bastard grin on his face. Yeah, like, have some of that, fuck, sir. Fuck you. Yeah. Look on his face, doesn't he? Yeah. Great. Good but man. Yeah. Great like, schoolboying. Top yeah. schoolboying. Yeah, but like you say, it's all in, it's all in the headline there. Um, headless chicken sea monster in Antarctica filmed for first time. Ten. Okay. You want to see more, don't you? You want to see yeah. what it's all about. Um... Randy monkeys have sex while standing on a woman's knee in forest. Uh-huh. Ten, because you want to check that they've got video footage. Yeah. If they haven't, you'd feel so let down, but you're definitely clicking to watch monkeys it, having sex on the knee of a woman. If it's a nine, the the, the, the addition of a forest location makes it a ten, yeah. doesn't it? Exactly. It got does. everything. Exactly right. And finally, escaped pig lured back home using trail of Doritos. Hmm. I'll give that an eight. Okay. Doesn't sound it, particularly you? outrageous. That's yeah. how. Yeah, I mean, it's standard stuff. That's how I'd lure, lure a pig home. It might have well been Arsene Wenger using a, a, a UK Maybe. technique that he picked up trying to lure a pig back to his empty farm. He'll have to have the Dorito. They don't Doritos are illegal in France. He probably has to get them shipped over in a container. Yeah, three a.m. You know, the docks at three thirty a.m. with the, with the fanny powder and all the rest of it. Let's not get back into that. I'll try to wrap this episode up. Right, that's the end for this one. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with part three of our deep dive into Roy Keane's book. And we think it might go as far as eight parts after having recorded the third one. So settle in, lads. We had a bullet point list of 30 things we wanted to talk about. We got through five of them in part three. So that's out tomorrow. It could could be longer running than Coronation Street. I'll deep dive into Roy Keane. Some of the top flight time machine purists have been on Twitter going... When are you going to go back to the Premier League seasons, though? <laughs> Never. That's Never. Finished. Don't be ridiculous. Every Premier League season is represented by a life of Roy Keane. Every we've... Premier League season, what's the most interesting thing? Yeah. Roy Keane. We've... Whether he was playing in it, managing it, or just being a pundit from time to time in it, he always is the most interesting thing. So we might as well just stick to him. Forever. We've lured you into the time machine like the pigs you are with our trail of Premier League season Doritos. And now we've got you. And now it's all Roy Keane all the time. (laughs) All right, back soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Ta-da.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.